So the answer to this question is E, um, which <laughs> is wasn't on the list. So this is where you pull up alongside the driver, you shout <laughs> through your window while chucking a half-drunk can of Red Bull at his vehicle. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Theme Time Podcast with myself, Dino, Hello. and Cam. Hello. Now, in this episode, we're going to be covering the theory topic attitude. As always, if you haven't listened to any of our other episodes before, then here's a quick recap on how this theory section works. We have six questions throughout the pod, three in the first half, three in the second half. Cam will read the question and then four possible answers, giving you 10 seconds to think of an answer. But before we jump into the questions, Dino is going to tell us why the topic attitude is important to know. So the attitude section of the theory test, so that basically consists of questions to encourage you to be a careful, considerate and safe driver. So safety is obviously the main concern. So the DVSA one would still in you the attitude that's polite, calm, considerate and above all safe. Now, hopefully that description clears out for anyone wondering why you actually need to learn this for when you're driving. So Cam, what is our first question for this episode? So our first question is, you are traveling on a clear night. There is a steady stream of oncoming traffic the national speed limit applies which lights should you use is it a full beam headlights b side lights c dipped headlights or d fog lights So the answer to this question is C, dipped headlights. Uh, the reason for dipped headlights, so that's going to give you much better visibility on a night than your side lights. It's also going to make you more visible and it's also going to minimize the glare to other road users. Okay, so now we're going to move on to our second question of the pod. So here's our second question. A vehicle pulls out in front of you at a junction. What should you do? Is it A, swerve past it and sound your horn? B, flash your headlights and drive up close behind? C, slow down and be ready to stop? Or D, accelerate past it immediately. And the answer is C, slow down and be ready to stop. So it's always best to be safe and not lose your temper when driving. You know, if there is an sort of incident or an accident or a vehicle does pull out on you at a junction and hits you, um, obviously you want to be in the right. You want to make sure that you're not liable for anything there. And obviously if you're driving safely, then hopefully everyone else is doing the same. Okay, now for the third question of the pod. Hi, my name's Cameron. So third question today, if the conditions are getting dry, when should you use the two-second rule? Is it A, before restarting the engine after it has stalled? B, when checking the gap from the vehicle in front? C, before using the mirror signal maneuver routine? Or D, when the traffic lights change to green? So the answer to this question is B, when checking your gap from the vehicle in front. So anyone listening unsure what the actual two-second rule is exactly? Um, so this is a rule of thumb used by drivers to maintain a safe traveling distance at any speed. It's called the two-second rule because, if, for an example, if a car in front passes a tree out the side of the road and then you pass that same tree, you should be around about two seconds behind that car. Sometimes there's chevrons, obviously, painted on the roads as well, you know, to give you a safe traveling distance behind vehicles as well. Mm. So yeah, two-second rule, you should be at least two seconds behind a car, if not more to be safe okay so that is it for our first three questions of this episode and next up on the pod is our second round of cam versus nino 
Okay, so we're back for our next section of the pod, which is Cam versus Dean. Dino versus Cam on the Theory Time Podcast. Okay, so welcome to round two of Cam versus Dino. The score is currently Dino 1, Cam 0. Yeah. And before we jump into the challenge of this week, we are going to reveal the forfeit. Oh, God. For the end of the <laughs> series. Now, we've had this for about a week or two. Uh, Cam or Dino don't know anything about this yeah, yet. Yeah, we don't know what this is. If you were here right now and could see the faces, <laughs> basically they're really worried. I'm sweating. <laughs> Sweat dripping down. So, the forfeit at the end of series one will be the loser will have to wear a shirt of the opposing person. So, if, for example, if Dino won. How Cam am I meant to fit into one of Cam's tops if I lose no, this? No, no, no. no, no. no this oh, will be, this okay. will, we'll have a specific shirt designed just for that person and their face will be on the shirt. <laughs> so when we video it, their face will be right there on the front. Okay. And I don't know if you've ever uh, watched Hot Ones before. Are you kidding me? <laughs> with Is that with the chicken and yeah. the spicy? Yeah, the chicken yeah. wings. We're yeah. going to have three chicken wings going up in spice. Oh, and you'll have to finish each chicken wing. And uh, anyone listening, Cam and Dino would both really this, don't like spicy yeah, food. Yeah, this is yeah, terrible. No. So... Okay. I thought the t-shirt was bad enough. Yeah. That's just part of the Walking around with his fat head on. (laughs) It's going to have to be a big (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. But it is time to jump into our second challenge. So this week it's going to be working out as... If you've ever played Trivial Pursuit or anything like that, uh, there's a section of that where there'll be five questions. So for topic one example is Ferrari or Lamborghini. Now, you have to answer if the fact is Ferrari or if the fact's Lamborghini. Now, if one of you gets it wrong and the other person gets it right, you get that okay. point. And this is going to work at like a best of three. Uh, if, we go, if we both get it right, nobody gets a point. If you both get it right and there's five questions per topic, if you get all five, if you both get all five right, you both get the point. Right. right. Okay. So you get how this works? Okay. Right. Not really, but... I'm sure when you answer the questions, I'll pick yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to answer the questions and then <laughs> at the end of it, hopefully we told them a winner. Okay, so topic number one, Ferrari or Lamborghini. Which company was founded in 1947? Cam. Ferrari. Dino. 1947. 1947. I'm going to go Lamborghini. Well, the first topic is already going straight to Cam because it is yeah. Do you want to know why? It's because Enzo Ferrari came out of the Air Force and that's where I don't care. the horse is from. I don't care. That's what it had painted on well, the side Was he of his riding plane. a horse in the Air Force, was he? That's what he had painted on the side of his plane. It was his like unit patch. Oh, I don't care. That was okay. a fix. So, have you told him these questions beforehand? No, no. Are you sure? <laughs> Not like last week. Just because we're saying last week he had a little advantage. Okay. He's still, still lost. He's still, he's, I know he's still <laughs> lost. Yeah, fair enough. So, topic hmm. number two. It's currently one little cam. BMW or Mercedes? So, first one is originally built plane engines. Cam. Mercedes. Dino. <sighs> if I keep on guessing the same as him, I can't win this, can I? No. Okay, BMW then, I'm going to have to go different. So the answer is BMW. Ooh. One, one. I knew he was wrong anyway. That was I was confident in that answer. <laughs> so topic number three, whoever wins this, remember there's five questions in a topic, so you could keep going. Okay. Volkswagen or Toyota, number one. Founded by a dictator. Volkswagen or Toyota. Come. Volkswagen. Volkswagen. It is indeed Volkswagen. Does anyone know who the dictator is? Mr. Mr. Volkswagen. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Volkswagen himself, Adolf Hitler. (laughs) Did you know that's why the Volkswagen logo looks like it's a little little mustache? No, I didn't know that. No, I'm just making that up. (laughs) 
<laughs> I would have believed you. <laughs> Seriously, I would, I, would have, I would have went round and told people about that. <laughs> shouldn't, I shouldn't have told them it was a joke. Yeah, should have kept that going. Okay, number two. Invest $1 million every hour into research and development. Toyota. What was that? Invest $1 million every single hour into research and development. No, it's Toyota or Volkswagen, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, it's got to be Toyota because they do the little robots and that, don't they? they do, oh, no, that's Honda. Oh. Yeah, I would say Toyota, a Japanese company, isn't it? Yeah, it's Toyota again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Number three. Sold sewing machines before cars. Come. I'm going to go Volkswagen. I'm going to go Toyota. Okay. A little bit suspense here. So the winner of this challenge. If this is Volkswagen, right, and Volkswagen was founded by Hitler, <laughs> then he, there's no way Volkswagen should be doing sewing machines. machines. Like, why, why does Hitler need so many sewing machines? <laughs> because he had one of the largest armies in the world. Yeah, but he, I don't yeah, think... they might have done I'm the sure uniforms probably, for the army and then went into making cars. I don't know. I'm sure they're probably What's out, the answer? I'm sure they probably outsourced the, uh, the uniforms, you know. <laughs> so the winner of this challenge for this week... Is Dino? Yeah. Oh, you, yeah, can't have that. <laughs> you can't. It's just gonna have to be a beep. <laughs> so it's currently standing two 0 to Dino. So come. Sure, <laughs> answered more questions right than he did. It's looking like it's three you're topics. eating some hot ones. Do you like chicken? Do you like spice? Because you'll have spicy chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. See, I, I knew my knowledge of that Hitler outsourced these uniforms would come in handy at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cam, how are you feeling now? Not uh, happy. You're edging a little bit closer to that forfeit. It's all right. Do all I right. get a pause for this photo that he's got to have on his T-shirt? It'll just be your face, so you can put any facial expression you want. Right, this is going to be class. <laughs> I can't wait. So what the t-shirt will look like, it'll be a black t-shirt, it'll be your face on the front, and then we're just going to have the time podcast on the back of it as well. A little bit of branded. Yeah. You know I'm not leaving the office that day, right? <laughs> At all. Oh no, we should make him wear it for a full 24 hours. Like, he's even got to sleep in it. Mm. Be with his girlfriend, in it? It's just your face. <laughs> it's just my face staring back at her. She'll not sleep. We'll sell it, we'll sell it as merchandise as well. <laughs> you want to get your exclusive Dino's top here? <laughs> Imagine walking around the middle of Newcastle, someone's got one of them on. Could you imagine yeah, seeing your face in the middle of the town? That would be class. I would love that. I would love if someone wanted to buy a t-shirt with my face on. You'd run straight over to them and get a picture with them. Well, I, I'd be the one asking for the picture. They're yeah, wearing exactly. my face on their top, but I'd be like, I'm such a fan. <laughs> okay, so that is it for Cam vs. Dino this week. 2-0 Dino. Yeah. Not pleased. <laughs> I am. I've got a little bit of a cushion now, so it's alright. <laughs> got some serious winning to do. Dino versus Cam on the Theory Time Podcast. Okay, so now it is time to jump back into our final three theory questions for this episode. Come. What's the next question, please? So, here's our next question. What does tailgating mean? Is it A, following another vehicle too closely? B, reversing into a parking space? C, using the rear door of a hatchback car? Or D, driving with rear fog lights on?
So the answer to this question is ear following another vehicle too closely. Um, so tailgating is actually illegal in the UK. It goes down as careless driving, which could lead up to a £100 fine. The punishment can obviously uh, increase by quite a lot if an accident is caused because of it. The best way to avoid tailgating is, again, sticking to that two-second rule that we mentioned earlier in the podcast. Okay, so now we're going to jump straight into question number five. So here's our fifth question. What type of emergency vehicle is fitted with green flashing lights? Is it A, a fire engine, B, a road gritter, C, an ambulance, or D, a doctor's vehicle? The answer to this question is D, your doctor's car. So this is a bit of an unusual question, but it is something that you need to know as part of your theory test. Uh, these type of questions can be something that can probably catch out quite easily when you're mm. doing your test. So yeah, the answer is D, your doctor's car. Okay, now for our final question of the pod. So here's our final question. Why should you never wave people across a pedestrian crossing? Is it A, another vehicle may be coming? B, they may not be looking at you? C, it is safer for you to carry on? Or D, they may not be ready to cross. And the answer to the final question this week is E, um, another vehicle may be coming. So if you are at a pedestrian crossing and you wave someone else across the road, there is a chance that they haven't been looking at the traffic coming from the opposite direction. Um, therefore, they could be involved in an accident and obviously you don't want anyone to get hit because you've waved them across the road. Yep, so that is all our questions done for this episode of Theory Time, but we aren't done yet as next up we have driving stories. Bum, bum, bum. Driving stories. Okay, so welcome back to Driving Stories. This one comes from Harry in Liverpool. Uh, He says, I'm not a driving instructor, but when I was taking driving lessons, I asked my driving instructor the same question. He said he once had a girl who went driving straight on the motorway in the left lane, suddenly and inexplicably swerved across four lanes of traffic and pulled in the breakdown lane in the left shoulder, miraculously managing not to hit anyone or cause an accident. After checking that he was indeed still alive, he turned to her and demanded an explanation for a sudden death wish. <laughs> she explained that she had pulled over because there was an ambulance coming in the opposite direction. <laughs> yes, on the motorway going the other direction separated by a barrier wall. Well, people panic, don't they, when they see them blue lights? I'd get out and walk home at that point. Or just leave her in the yeah. car. Leave her in your car with the keys. Oh no, she's take the keys off her. I'd just be like, no. She's just zipped across four lanes and you're like, I'm walking from here. <laughs> Keep here. the car. I'm like three miles from I'm, the nearest exit. I'm never going to drive again. Keep the car. <laughs> I mean, what, what's the rule? I mean, like, I'm unsure about what the rule actually is. You've got to like ambulance. pull over, I think, if there's you, someone behind you. Are you sure yeah, you've got to pull over or do you not? Swerve out the way. On, well, I slow down. You don't swerve. I, I don't know if you meant to change your... Your journey in any way. I don't know what the rule is in this because I always thought that my instructor told me that when an ambulance or a police car or something's come behind you, you meant to carry on your journey as normal and they'll go around you because they've got the training to do so. I mean, that might be completely wrong. I might just be mm. sort of holding up ambulances on the on the motorway and stuff because I'm refusing <laughs> to pull over. Although, well, to be fair, you normally do see that. You see yeah. them zigzag through traffic. Yeah. So, but I don't know what the actual rule mm. is. We'll update that on the next episode of the TV Time podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like I mean, let's be honest, the ambulance isn't gonna come crashing through that barrier and hit that car, is it? So, no. 
Yeah. So yeah. I wonder what happens actually if the ambulance ends up hitting like a car or something. What happens then? Because they can't stop and get details and stuff like that because they're in a rush, aren't they? Well, no, they would have to stop. Um, she will have to stop. I mean, they've got to check for anybody that's injured or anything, don't they? Because I mean, if an ambulance is, is like is traveling to a a scene of an accident or something, they're not going to be uh-huh. going slowly. They're not going to be going thirty mile an hour. They're going to be they'd, going. They'd yeah, have to get spot. someone else to go to that incident, and they'd have to stop and deal with the accident they've just had. They can't flee from it. You know, having to ring dispatch or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't turn up to this RTA that's down the road. I've just caused another one. <laughs> 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 I mean, the, the ambulances and stuff in America have got things where, like, these switches that they can flick and it changes the traffic lights as they're approaching yeah. them mm. to give them right of way as well. Yeah, we don't have anything that fancy in this country. Yeah. They so, just plow through. It's oh, quite cool. Only knew that because I watched an episode of 911. <laughs> On so. Dave at five <laughs> Thursdays. Alright, <laughs> 911's good. Um, but yeah, the, the woman should never have pulled across. You know, I would probably have just been like, listen, I'm taking control of this car now. Just get out of the car and get in the passenger seat or get in the boot <laughs> where you can't do any more damage and then just leave it at that. Like, ring your mum, she's coming to pick you up. Some side of a motorway. <laughs> <laughs> you just ditched there because she's almost wiped out the instructor's car. Hey, whereabouts are you? Just go about halfway down the A9 I mean, and you'll see us. Mile marker 13. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, for our next driving story comes from Millie in Milton Keynes and she says, Hi guys, I'm not a driving instructor, but this story is too funny to go untold. A girl in my sister college was learning how to drive and since we live in Milton Keynes, there are a lot of roundabouts. Fun fact, I also searched this up and found out there are a total of 130 roundabouts in Milton Keynes, which is the most for any city in the UK. Well, that's a, a that good use of time. As hell. Thanks for informing us about that, Millie. Yeah, I think we should put a, a like a post out on social media. <laughs> Did you know Milton Keynes is full of roundabouts? <laughs> Anyways, the girl comes up to a roundabout and the driver instructor says, go straight, indicating that she should take the second exit that was across that way. Now, I don't know if this girl was just panicking or what, but instead of going round the roundabout like anyone else would, she drove completely straight onto the island in the middle of the roundabout on top of the grass. Like, has this girl never been in a car before? In what world would this make any sense whatsoever? Three exclamation marks. Oh, Millie's angry. (laughs) Thoughts on that one? How big was the roundabout? Was it the one where it's got like the brick sides and then it's grass? I can just imagine you'll go around Milton Keynes and all of a sudden you'll be driving around Milton Keynes and you'll just see this car bunny hopping over roundabouts all the way. I mean, it's 130 plus of them, so, you know, she's got plenty of targets to hit. But I can see that at Dukes of Hazard where you just see a car shoot jumping over. That's crazy that they'll go straight on. Yeah, I'll just crash your car straight up this roundabout. Like, she's not driving a monster truck or anything, it's literally just a normal car. Imagine being the driving instructor though. The thing is, though, why isn't the instructor dual controlled them? Like, to stop them before they <laughs> inevitably must... got on top of the roundabout? Mm. I don't know, she must have been in, like, third gear or something going on the roundabout. There must have been, like, no one there. She, he must have just went straight on, straight on the roundabout. Because usually you'd have to stop if there's people coming in there. Unless the instructor was not paying attention. Just went, oh, yeah, carry straight on in the next roundabout. Then the next thing they knew, they were mid-air. And they were like, what's going on here? I'm, I'm pretty sure that between the junction and the roundabout, mm. there's enough time there for him to go, hmm, something's not right here. We seem to be going straight and we're not <laughs> actually turning to go round the roundabout. Do you not think they would have had this conversation before they attempted roundabouts, though? You know, this is how you do a roundabout. It's called a roundabout because you go around the roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the hint is in the name. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> like you hear the stories about people that when you see a turn, when instructors tell them to turn right at the roundabout, like they're going right at the roundabout. So they'll pull out in the roundabout, but they'll go right. So they're going into oncoming traffic, and it's like, why? 
Yeah, yeah. Like, these people have been in cars. I'm guessing um, that woman with the plastic fruit probably did that, like... <laughs> which oh, could tell them right. <laughs> you imagine that? <laughs> Just this car going around the road with the wrong way with uh, apples and bananas, plastic uh-huh. apples and bananas taped all over. <laughs> that story is amazing. But, I mean, these Trent people... the grapes. <laughs> <laughs> these people have been in cars before, right? So this learner's probably been in car with a parent or a friend or something. Mm-hmm. And they've probably went around a roundabout. I mean, when you hit the age of 17, if you've never been in a car, that is went around a roundabout then uh, well, I don't know. is that even possible I mean my daughter's nine year old and I'm sure we've like she's experienced roundabouts at least a thousand times yeah I'm trying to think that that probably is impossible like even if your parents didn't drive you would still have to be getting like a bus or a taxi or something like that at least once in your life yeah in 17 years yeah. I mean I don't know how they drive in Milton Keynes let's be honest but if the if she's been like well I've seen cars do this before so I'm just going to go straight over <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the other people on the roundabout must have been like what, what, what's going on there like, just seen us on monster trucks. Just see these day. L plates go flying over the, over the top of this roundabout it's like Jesus oh just before we end the section of driving stories, uh, just to inform me that if you want to send in any more driving stories, you can send it to our email, which is theorytime at passandgo.net. Or if you prefer to send it by social media, you can send it at theorytimepod on Twitter, Insta, or Facebook. Okay, so that is it from us on this episode of the Theory Time Podcast. And please remember to check out next week's episode for more theory wisdom to help you pass your theory test. Bye. Bye. Bye.